0: Mamma Mia! Hi, I'm Siobhan Moran McFarlane, and welcome to the Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Here are the evening news headlines for Wednesday, June one. The new Labor government has made Australian history today by swearing in the most diverse front bench ever. It includes a record number of women in cabinet in ten out of twenty three positions. Also in the outer ministry, including Tanya Plibersek as Environment Minister, and Clare O'Neill has been named Home Affairs Minister. It also features Australia's first ever Muslim ministers with New South Wales MP Ed Husich entering cabinet as industry and science minister, and Western Australian MP Anne Ali as the Minister for Early Childhood Education and Youth. Linda Burney is also the first Indigenous woman to become the Minister for Indigenous Australians. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese described the new ministry as being as inclusive as Australia itself. New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet says he remains committed to a number of planned infrastructure projects for the state, even after Infrastructure New South Wales called for them to be reconsidered. The independent agency says several large projects should be reassessed and delivered in accordance to need due to rising costs and questions over their importance. But Mr Parate has pushed back and says his government will forge ahead with Stage 2 of the $600 million Parramatta light rail and allocate substantial funds to the project in the June 21 budget. Speaking to an infrastructure summit, the Premier insisted New South Wales will remain the mega-capital deliverer of projects in this country. South Australia's Labour government has made a bold statement by passing a motion that declares a climate emergency and reaffirming the state's need to decarbonise the economy. The move follows a number of other jurisdictions in Australia and overseas, with Climate Minister Susan Close saying that 10 years of inaction and climate culture wars has left Australia exposed to the effects of climate change as well as stymieing investment in the renewable energy sector. Ms Close also stated, Labour sees the climate crisis as a jobs opportunity, especially in the regions where many renewable projects are located. But Liberal opposition leader David Spears questioned the move, saying that declaring a climate emergency without including any practical action is the very definition of virtue signalling and gesture politics. Hollywood actor Johnny Depp is eagerly awaiting the jury's verdict in his multi-million dollar defamation case against his ex-wife Amber Heard. The jury spent many hours deliberating yesterday, following six weeks of often harrowing evidence from both sides. They will meet again today to continue forming their decision at Virginia's Fairfax County Circuit Court. The case centres around an opinion piece written by Ms Heard in December 2018 for the Washington Post, in which she said she was a survivor of domestic abuse, but did not specifically name her abuser. Mr Depp has since argued it was clear that she was talking about him, but that he has never been violent towards her. A seven-member jury must decide if two passages and the headline of the article are defamatory, which could lead to a judgement of $70 million if it goes in his favour, or $140 million if they find in favour of Ms Heard. Both actors claim the other has ruined their career as a result of the legal action. One of the most iconic options for couples looking to get married could soon be banned, after the owners of Elvis' brand demanded that chapels in Las Vegas stop offering Elvis-themed weddings. The Las Vegas Review-Journal reports that Authentic Brands Group sent cease-and-desist letters to a number of chapels in the Nevada party town, ordering them to stop using Elvis in their themed ceremonies. The licensing company says it will halt unauthorised use of Presley's name, likeness, voice image and other elements of Elvis's persona in advertisements, merchandise and otherwise. The letter also says Elvis, Elvis Presley and the King of Rock and Roll are protected trademarks. Kayla Collins, who operates Las Vegas ElvisWeddingChapel.com and the Little Chapel of Hearts with her husband, told the AAP the move would decimate their business, which was only just starting to recover after COVID. Las Vegas's wedding industry generates nearly $3 billion a year, with county officials warning that it could destroy the livelihoods of countless people and damage the city's brand as a wedding destination. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from The Quickie, check out today's deep dive on winter, flu and coronavirus, including everything you need to know to keep yourself and your family safe as the cold weather continues.